Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. You're listening to the COB podcast here at AusBiz. It is December the 7th. It was the final RBA decision of the day, which we'll get to in a moment. But I'm joined, as always, on the desk at this time by with Annette Beecher. Annette, uh, how was the day? It was a good day. We had a good handoff overnight late yesterday. China just giving us a little sprinkling of stimulus by releasing uh, nearly $200 billion worth of liquidity because we had a pretty sour session yesterday, let's face it, and Europe yeah. and the US didn't mind that. Then apparently virus fears have faded. Go figure. Omicron fears, do you reckon that's what it is? Because I, I can't get into it that you know, one day all of a sudden it's like you no know, pessimism, then all of a sudden it's positivity. What I've got a theory. The Fed has a little blackout period before they come up to each meeting. So we yep. know that the Fed's been sending out a lot of people getting quite hawkish and they're talking about faster taper and you know, how many rate hikes we're going to go next year and everything else. Then it goes now, into hiding. But now it's silent. <laughs> it's so silent. Is, do you reckon this gives us a bit of a window to go and allow investors to go back in and buy the dip? Uh, because the volatility is just really unusual at the moment. Yeah, it's and I know we we everyone gets caught up. Whether you're an economist or an analyst or media like ourselves, sometimes you feel the need to explain every pop and dip in the markets. And I think Omicron, yes, no vaccine, yes, no, certainly makes the grade. But it does seem like you know it does seem to be a variant that is highly transmissible, but not sending people on to ventilators. So as we know, we're still short of actual data. So we're still speculating, Scuddy, let's face it. We are. Let, let's look ahead very quickly before we're going to get to what happened in the course of the, uh, the day today. The CPI release in the States this week, is it going to be one of those binary moments out there? Because I, I get to look at that figure and people are talking about potentially a year-on-year rate of 7% plus now, that's surely going to make a few people feel pretty uncomfortable, particularly policymakers at the Federal Reserve and those sitting on our Capitol Hill. Well, surely. I mean, they've only just retired transitory. And uh, one of my morning guests made me laugh because he said, of course, central banks like to say, well, if you take out X, Y, Z, you know, there's nothing to see here. And he said, even if you take out everything, it's still 3.5%. And when you've got a target of 2 uh, it's still... It's a high number, but I guess, I, it, as you just said, you know, we're in a Fed blackout vacuum. If it's not a scorching number, could the markets actually rally? Have we got to that stage? Who knows? But uh, no, you imagine a bit of it is priced in, but it's not until you actually go and see the process go and get underway. Like People say, like, oh, there's no tantrum, there's no taper tantrum this time. I just don't think that it's, everyone's got to be invested until they're not. Mm. And the problem that I have at the moment, I've written about it a couple of times in views over the last, uh, last week or so, is that positioning is so skewed in all those risk assets that sure when is. that environment starts to change, I think we're going to have some pretty sizable shifts at the moment. Uh, look, that's a beautiful little segue because uh, we had some great guests on the program today. Uh, Jason Kurarangi from Milford Asset Management. Uh, in his view, interest rates are Milford's overarching risk. 
Oh, as in going higher and much higher. Yeah, well, just depending on what's going on in that space at the moment. So interest rate sensitive areas of the market. Uh, look, concerned at this stage, but I know watching what the Federal Reserve does and then mm. the market reaction to that, that's one of those risks that, uh, that he's keeping a focus on. We also had a great chat with, uh, with Steve Johnson from Forager Funds on the program in the one o'clock hour today. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he made a really good point. So when you talked about Omicron and how uh, the markets just seem to have brushed it aside in the space of you know, 30 seconds, he's, <laughs> he actually noticed that the, uh, no, every single strain that comes through now, the, uh, the, the fear that the markets express, mm. the time is becoming shorter and shorter and shorter, the window of opportunity to go and scoop up bargains. All oh, right, yep. yeah. That makes sense. Well, I mean, there's a couple of people and there's a few memes floating around. You know, we've got a couple of variants and a couple more Greek alphabets to get through before we get to Christmas. But as you say, the uh, the trade between the fear and the it's not so bad this time, the window is – it is getting shorter, but it's – the, the big themes have not changed. Inflation is here. Supply constraints are lasting longer. Margins are being compressed. Pricing power is key. None of that changes no matter what the virus is doing. Yeah, it's, uh, he also came up with some pretty good picks. Now, at the moment, the opportunities that are opening up, a lot of stocks have been just thrown out. I know Baby with the bathwater. So Especially there are, yesterday, there, yeah. There are some good companies, and he's, uh, he nominates a few on that space. Uh, we've also got some great stock picks coming through. On the trade today with Cara, Chris Conway from Marcus Today went and joined her. I'm not going to give away the names, but we've got a lithium play, we've got a consumer discretionary play, and we've got a REIT that a lot of uh, analysts who come on the program think is best in class so you have to go and click on the uh, the link that sounds to go fascinating and that's in the show notes that okay good yeah uh, look uh, most uh, stocks rallied today uh, particularly as you mentioned uh, some of those uh, stocks that were pulverized to go and start the week one stock that uh, no couldn't go muster anything in fact it was another bad day magellan financial group uh, mm-hmm. down six percent today yeah so we know problems with outflows of funds we know problems with uh, no allocation and then now we've got C-Suite, the chief executive. I know two years, but no, has been on the board of directors for for well over a decade. Stepping down, uh, yeah, it's obviously not a, not a good look. It sounded like a perfect storm. We had Omkar Koshi on earlier today. He he's a very short and to the point guy and basically said he's not interested in Magellan because of the poor performance. He said they've underperformed the benchmark for about a decade. So, you know, it does seem to be a long time coming, but I believe it's stock of the day, Scotty. It is stock of the day. So uh, today, uh, uh, Andrew today, when sat down with Scott Phillips and the Motley crew and Mark Fallen from Team Invest to go and say what they would be doing with Magellan Financial Group had they got the opportunity. Magellan's looking pretty inexpensive, I have to say. The share price keeps falling. It's also a reminder, by the way, that when the market decides it doesn't like something, um, trying to stand in the way is not going to turn things around anytime soon. Uh, so I'd be buying Magellan at the current price, Andrew. A lot of our members own it. And the question at the moment, and I, we had a discussion yesterday about it, actually, and I, my conclusion was it was absolutely a buy. I think it's very, very cheap. It's, it's, it's let down, the share price is down half to what it was. But if you look at their their earnings and the fundamentals of the business. It's all green from our point of view. I think it's a screaming bargain. And there you have it, folks. The uh, establishment of there the Osbius Contrarian Fund because yeah. uh, Magellan <laughs> Financial Group down almost 50% uh, over the past 12 months. Uh, Scott Phillips said it's pretty inexpensive, so that's why he likes it. Mm-hmm. And Mark Morland says it's a screaming buy. So, Well, as you know, two yeses means it goes into the portfolio, so we're consistent. Exactly right. Well, let's go and uh, have a chat about the RBA. Last mini of the, uh, of the year today, uh, we 
had a bit of a struggle to go and get through our segment today because there wasn't a lot of talking points. Let's go through one of them. One of them was, yet again, not a single thing mentioned about overseas factors. Now, that's Nothing. really unusual. Yeah, I also put that in the view today. I mean, no mention of the Fed, which is why they implemented QE in the first place. So no Fed, no China, no commodity prices. So as I say in the view today, it's like they held policy under the Simpsons dome. It's uh, no international factors will be incorporated. I really don't know what the, the strategy is there. I mean, the market's got really excited about one thing, Scuddy, and one thing only. If you control F2024, there wasn't one. There you go. That's it. I'm not even excited (laughs) about it. Okay, so get this. So the RBA went and dropped any reference to 2024. We know that they've been saying, oh, we're going to pin rates down to 2024. And then, of course, they're walking that back now because they're wrong. Uh, And so now what we're doing is we're trying – they're moving towards where the market pricing is. So to give you an example, so the RBA was talking about not touching rates to 2024. Here and now – Almost three full rate hikes, 25 basis point rate mm-hmm. hikes are priced in to the Australian curve for next year alone. Yep. So the, the Seven m- hikes in two years yeah. is so what's priced in. So the in. markets think the RBA is categorically wrong. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I think maybe somewhere in between is where we might go and end up. Maybe. But um, yeah, certainly when you look at the starting point for Australia, if Omicron's not going to go up in the, uh, the global economy and, and, the, and the local economy here. Uh, given the starting point, given the household balance sheet perspective we have at the moment, uh, it's difficult but to see that we're not going to go and see wage pressures coming through like other of parts of the world. Will. But even take, if you just take a giant step back, if you just landed from Mars, read that statement and said GDP of 4.5%, inflation coming at 2.5%, the unemployment rate has a four handle, and yet where's the cash rate? 10 basis mm. points. There is something well out of whack here uh, in terms of where the economy is sitting and where that cash rate is. We're still bond buying, even though not one single borrowing rate has anything to do with where government bonds are. It's just, it's they've made a little uh, ripple as possible after that uh, miscommunication last month. I understand they want to lay low, but geez, they've set themselves up a Herculean task for 2022. Yeah, I remember, I can't remember it, was, it must be going back now probably uh three or four years you know memory fades over time but i remember you know that big gap between the december and the february meetings often creates a few uh, problems so i remember that so the rpa governor had to go and uh, come out in a, i think it was an afr article at the time and basically prepare the markets for a change of policy shift yeah. uh, to go and start easing i think it was uh, and it was the, the time two or three years ago uh and i suspect we'll be doing the same thing when it comes to qe because one of the key pillars that they've been talking about with qe was to go and lower the currency well hello Hello, look, 70 cents, look, anyone? Look where the Aussie dollar is right now. And even in trade weighted oh. terms, it's still, uh, it's still not elevating the slider thing. So let, uh, let the markets go and determine the value of the Aussie dollar and where borrowing rate should be. No need to go into the QE. Maybe I've got a view coming, one of the last ones for the, uh, for the well, year. Uh, having said up. that, I did look. Yes, the RBA does meet in February next year. But the RBA governor is in Wagga speaking to a business council next week. So we're not quite finished with RBA speak yet because that will be 
after the the next US CPI meeting, after the next uh, Fed decision. Let's see if he gets a little bit more upbeat. I don't know. I've almost given up on the RBA this year. Maybe the good folk of Wagga Wagga can go and uh, send him a bill for all the other uh, beef and see how much inflation we've got <laughs> over the past uh, past year or so. Since, uh, considering the RBA is telling us still that uh, there's very weak inflationary pressures out there. But look, we've said our bit on the RBA. We've said our bit on the other uh, market. Of course, a pretty good day. We'll see what happens. US futures are looking to pretty good gains later on this evening. As always, we'll be back right early tomorrow at 8.30 on air. Look forward to seeing you all then. See you then. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.